right, you guys, we are back with our final episode of season two and our last episode of 2021. We are kicking a bang and I'm so excited for the guest to introduce herself. Hey, my name's Emily. (laughs) So glad you're here. So excited to have Emily here because for those of you who don't know, we used to be a group of three and now we're a group of two. And the third person was Emily. Unfortunately, she had to leave just due to a lot of different reasons, but we're bringing her back for one episode. And I'm so excited to have her. It's going to be a great conversation just with my two best friends. So I'm so excited to have her talk about her topic. Me too. I'm psyched. Like, this is honestly such a full circle moment because I can remember the day that we all decided to do this podcast, all three of us were in Addison's room together. And I just, I remember everything about it. And now we're here and it's just the best way to go out with the bang for season two. So I'm so pumped for this episode. (laughs) It's crazy because a year ago, you two were both here in Charlotte and like, we've only been friends for a little over a year, which is craziness. I can't even believe that. Isn't that crazy to think one year ago, y'all were here, you're going around Charlotte, showing my small town girls a big city. Like It's hard to believe, that's for sure. Okay, so for those of you who got to listen to our season one episode, where all three of us shared what we would tell our BC selves, um, we are going to ask Emily again, and I'm so excited to hear um, the growth in her answer, but Emily, what would you tell your BC self, your before Christ self? I honestly don't remember what I said the first time. (laughs) That was so, that was like the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, So when y'all said, do we, should we ask you again? I was like, please, because I don't even remember what I said. But if I could tell my BC self something, I would say to stop trying to put your identity or place your identity in, in anything but Christ. Um, I, good Lord, I would like try and make my whole life revolve around like uh, my school, like my grades, um, being a teacher or like how many people I was hanging out with on a weekend, just like, was, like stuff like that. And it was like consumed me and it was very toxic. And when I came to know Christ, I started in the more that I, you know, put who I was, my whole identity into him and who he created me to be. I started finding a lot more peace and a lot more like less confusion about who I was and what my purpose was in life. And so, yeah, that's what I tell my BC self. <laughs> yeah. Preach it, girl. <laughs> For all our listeners, Emily just graduated from Western Carolina University and got her first big girl job as a teacher. And we are so proud of her. So what is your topic today? Um, my topic is something that the Lord has really been opening my eyes to the past few months, and it is anxiety <laughs> and how to find <laughs> a scary word and um, just like how to find peace, how I've learned to find peace and what the Lord showed me through that. Yeah. So I guess just kind of walk us through like when and how you got to this topic and, you know, how the Lord laid this on your heart Mm -hmm. yeah so I have like a weird history with like mental health and stuff I grew up and this is probably going to sound crazy to some people but I grew up in a very very small town um like I'm talking three red lights it's a whole different culture where I grew up like everyone knows everyone is just like you 
killed your meat that you ate in the winter. Like (laughs) it was just very backwoods town. I'm very thankful for it, but I grew up in a really small town that was very, mental health wasn't really talked about in the town I grew up in and in my family too. Like it was just kind of a culture where it was, oh, having a downtime, get over it. Like that kind of stuff. I didn't really know what um, anxiety was. I didn't know what like depression was, like any of that kind of stuff until I experienced it myself. And I found out that it was very much real. So ever since then, I've just been like a really big advocate for it because I walked through it myself. Um, and it's mm-hmm. something that's real. And that can really take a toll on people. My sophomore year of college, especially, I started to experience um, a lot of anxiety. Um, I didn't know how to handle it because I've never, you know, like I've, I've been nervous and I've gotten butterflies, but like I've never like had the type of anxiety where you feel like you can't even step outside of your room. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's just all these like lies being placed in your head. But it, <laughs> funny enough, it started whenever I, started to come to know the Lord. So I came to know Jesus. I grew up in church and I've known who Jesus was my whole life, but I never started to actually walk with Jesus until I was 19 years old. So I have like (laughs) a crazy testimony leading up to how I came to know the Lord and what made me want to pursue a relationship with the Lord. But um, when I started to pursue that relationship and want to get to know him more, I started having experiencing like major anxiety and I know that it was like straight from the enemy wanting me to walk away from that. He was like, oh crap, I'm losing her. So I started to experience anxiety and just like the everyday things, family stuff. I would just have major anxiety attacks over just going to any kind of social gathering. I would have a lot of anxiety over, but especially like whenever I thought of disappointing God or like not praying enough or like oh I made I made a mistake again like I would experience the most anxiety like oh my goodness God is he's not gonna want me to pursue him anymore and that's the kind of anxiety I would experience um it would be so bad (laughs) that I would find myself just having anxiety like panic attacks almost where I felt like my legs would like shake I I had to go like sit down and talk myself down and stuff it was crazy and so that's whenever I learned that anxiety was real and so ever since then I've just been learning how to walk through it with the Lord and he's been showing me what his scripture really says about it and I know that was a super long answer and I'm super sorry (laughs) a little bit of backstory (laughs) oh good I love that I think when you said earlier that you're from a home where mental health maybe wasn't talked about or, you know, really brought up as much, I think a lot of people can relate to that because, and you said like, oh, anxiety is like it's a scary thing. Like it's a scary thing, but it's also associated with so much shame really brought upon. It's kind of hidden and like kind of, you know, pushed down because it's not something that some people think is real. That like, I don't want to talk about sometimes because I'm like, oh, like I felt that way. I don't want to have other people know that or know that I have that weak point in me because it is definitely associated with shame. But I think like sharing that and allowing people to be like, no, hey, I did struggle with this. It allows them to say, wow, like I look after that person or I see this in them and they're struggling with the same thing I am. Like that's really a testament to who God is as well. Oh, for sure. And honestly, I like how you said that because for the past little while, I've been kind of finding myself 
being like, oh my goodness, this person can open up about their anxiety and I cannot bring myself to. And it's not that I'm ashamed of it. Like, I, I mean, I'm obviously not. I'm sitting here talking about it right now. It's more of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to like have to have someone listen to this when they don't want to and just stuff like that. And I think, you know, like a lot of people do struggle with thoughts like that, but I'm like, man, that person is so open and bold about what the Lord is doing in their life through these anxious thoughts and everything. I wish I could be more like that and share my experiences, but instead I I tend to like ball it up. And I, I just want like the Lord to work through people in the way that he's working through me now with my anxiety and bringing it more to light knowing that it's a common, sadly a common thing, but it's okay to have it yeah. and open up about it. Share with people what's on your mind. Yeah. And it goes back to like, you not wanting to be a burden to others, but literally we're called to like cast our burdens upon one another and like share yeah. that with each other and like live life together. And I think anxiety is so crazy because it goes in a whirlwind like you get anxious about this thing and then that thing and that thing I can go into a rabbit hole of you just being like where did I even start like what was the root of this like how am I supposed to take on this and lay it out at the Lord's feet when I don't even know where it began and it's yes you can try to find that but also like just lay it at the Lord's feet where you're at then because when you're trying to like go back to the root of it sometimes it's just you know peeling back layers and layers that you're missing the whole point of you are wanting to find the Lord and like find your identity in him and just find all these different things at his feet rather than you know if you peel back those layers you might find yourself in different situations and different identities. I really like what you said Emily about um how anxiety is literally sent like from the enemy and I really relate to that because like the way I see it is literally the enemy throws things like anxiety depression like mental illness many things like he throws them in our path to trip us because he wants to mess with us he wants to mess with God's children like we are a threat to him we are a threat to his existence we are a threat to the reason he is here we are literally fighting a battle every day a spiritual war between good and evil and he knows that and like we intimidate him uh, because we are God's children and God lives in us and that's terrifying to him and all he has is lies and all he has is just doubt and and fear and anxiety that's all he has and ultimately God gives us weapons to fight against that every single day so like God's already won the battle, but while we're here, you know, he supplies us with those weapons to shut down the enemy when he's trying to get us in a down spiral. Like there's so much hope in that, knowing that like when we do experience anxiety, when we do experience depression or mental illness or whatever it may be, doubt, fear, we have weapons from God to like help us combat that, like while we're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And like one of my biggest prayers is that people who are just coming to know the Lord or people who already like are walking with, with the Lord and, you know, wherever they may be, that they are able to get to a a place of trust with, with God to where they don't believe those lies that the enemies put in their heads. Like, like for me, it, it was a lot of, oh my goodness, like you messed up again. You slipped back into that, that sin you were, um, you know, struggling to get out of and you were working on it, but you slipped back into it. God's not going to want you back. Or it was a lot of, oh my goodness, my things I did in my past and I don't know how to lay it all at the feet of Jesus because he's not going to want to take it. It's just blah, 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 you know, and just getting to a place where those thoughts and those lies that 
do bring you down and make you want to stray away from the Lord. That's the, that's the enemy winning. And, um, that people like one of my biggest prayers is that people can get to a place in their relationship with God where they believe and trust him enough that those aren't true and that he wants you just as much as he did whenever you were living in that sinful lifestyle. A lot of what this topic is reminds me of the book um, Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen and um, something that I read in there that I wanted to point out was she said the greatest spiritual battle of our generation is being fought between our ears and I think that's really important because you said like we try to we listen we don't try we listen to the thoughts and lies that the enemy puts in our minds by the people around us by the things that are around us and it just um, amplifies into the anxiety that we face every day and it's just such a thing that we have to battle against and you know put on the armor of Christ every day and it's just it's sad but it's true So I have a quick question for you, Emily. What would you tell somebody that might just be struggling with their anxiety and their anxiety might be leading them to question their calling for their life? That's a really good question. So I always, something that the Lord has been like really repeating in my head again and again these past few months is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. And it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So that's a really popular verse, and what I'd say to that is, I think that we have a lot of, like, situations when it comes with anxiety, maybe, like, you ju- your question just stated, like, um, you're, you're thinking about, is this really my calling on my life? Um, or maybe you're going through a really hard time with uh, your family, or maybe you just experienced um, a loss. Maybe, you know, like there's this big exam that you need to pass. Like there's all these different kinds of things that the enemy can throw in our faces that can cause us to be anxious. And the thing I love about this verse and that's something the Lord pointed out to me was that um, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation with prayer and petition, present your request to God. And so I would just say no situation is too big or too small to present to God, um, such as, Lord, I don't know if this is the calling on my life, but he tells us to pray to him about it he states that in scripture and present that to him. And then it goes on to say, and the peace of God, which transcends understanding will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I can like kind of veer off of the question a little bit and um, start talking about whenever we, we feel that anxiety, such as what's the calling on my life? I don't think I want to do this or, oh my goodness, I'm not good enough for, for this person this job I'm not gonna you know like the enemy is just attacking you with these lies like where are we placing our peace and mm-hmm. the Lord calls us to go to him in prayer but you know we can see anxiety as this big fire and if we continue to feed that fire with more fire then it's just gonna make the fire even bigger <laughs> we have to um, feed it with something that's going to dim it and put it out Verse seven says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And something that was just so clearly pointed out to me was, it says the peace of God. It doesn't say the peace of Emily or the peace of Addison, the peace of Lily or the peace of 
your favorite TV show or the piece of, you know, this, this music that you want to pour yourself into. It says the peace of God. And so something that I've just learned walking whenever I am experiencing anxiety um, is to look for peace in God and God only, because it can be so easy for us. And I'm talking from a straight experience. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate is that it can be so easy for us to put our focus into other things that are going to take our mind off of our anxiety, such as, oh my goodness, I'm feeling so anxious right now. I'm going to go watch this movie, watch this TV show that, and that will take my mind off of my anxiety, or I'm going to go hang out with this friend group and go do something fun. So like I can take my mind off of it, or I'm going to go do this and this and this, you know, you can put some stuff in there. But then what that's going to leave you is you're not actually finding peace in your anxiety. You're finding a temporary fix. And pretty much you're feeding your flesh because your anxiety comes straight from your flesh and you're feeding your flesh with more flesh. And that's not going to heal you. You have to feed it with the word of God. You have to feed it with prayer and spending time in the presence of God and presenting those requests like he asked us to presenting those requests to him saying, Lord, I'm struggling with, with this calling you're having on my life. I'm just really anxious about it. I don't know if it's right or Lord, I'm just really anxious about this and this and this and going to him, turning to his word, turning to him in prayer in that moment, instead of anything else that is going to give you a temporary fix, because the Lord is the, the peace of God. Peace only comes from God. Um, just, um, looking for, your answers and your peace to all your situations that you were put in front of the Lord, looking for that peace in him and that comfort in him, because scripture states here that it only comes from him. So turning to him. (laughs) I love hearing you talk and I love hearing like the gift that God placed in your heart. And I get the opportunity to co-lead a small group with Emily and it allows me to like hear more of what the Lord teaches her and her just gift of talking. But I asked her a very loaded question and she just, you know, replied with such authority of God and it was crazy to see. And I love that you put it back to prayer because I like, even from personal experience, like when you give it to God in prayer and continue in that, you see doors open and doors close and the direction that he wants to give you. And I love when you ask the question of like, where do we place our peace? Because I think that's so important to think about because like you said, like we can get anxious and go towards like, worldly things such as TV shows or just friendships or relationships and not go towards like the feet of Jesus. And that can, you know, lead to us trying to find him in all the wrong places. A lot of times it's really important when talking about mental health of any kind to just always address that, like everyone has mental health and mental health can be good or mental health can be bad. Like you can be super good with your mental health or you could be struggling with your mental health. And I think that it's really important to remember that like this world is broken and we experience like hardships and just because you experience poor mental health, whether it be for a long season or a short season, doesn't mean that you are not like a true follower of Christ or that your faith is not strong enough or that um, you're not doing something right. So it's a punishment from God. Like that truly like comes from the enemy and it's just a part of this broken world that we're in. So like, I just want that to be like, made clear because I know that even for me in the past, I used to think there was some truth to those things and those are all lies. Mm -hmm. Um, so God is always here for you, no matter if your mental health is in a good place or bad place. So 
just remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, I love that you said that because, you know, the thing I love is that it doesn't say in scripture, like if you have anxiety or depression or you're feeling this type of way, then you are, you know, like you're horrible. Mm -hmm. You're not a true follower of Christ. That's so not true. We know that the enemy is going to attack us and he is going to find our weaknesses and he's going to find what's going to, to tear our minds apart, you know, tear our, our everything apart, want us to turn away from Lord, the Lord. But the awesome thing about that is, is that the Lord presents us with scripture in this book of life, this guide to how we can apply our walk with Christ to our everyday life. And, you know, he says, guys, if you can find this piece in me, if you look toward to me um, and not towards worldly things. So I love how, yes, the enemy is going to attack us. Yes, we are going to face these uh, situations in our life. And, but the cool thing is, is that um, the Lord does give us hope and he gives us, um, you know, peace in him that we can get through it. Going back to what Lily said, I love what she mentioned, but it also reminded me that like people become very weary to go to church as they are like they feel like they have to be washed clean or just be who they're not and that just kind of reminded me of that when you said that Lily and I think it's just important to also mention that like he wants you as you are he wants you in your lowest he wants you in your highest and I I just love that you mentioned that yeah and I think that's something that's super encouraging to people is whenever you are open about the things you're struggling with I know that you know, me and Addison have had discussions on this where, because we do lead a small group together. We have for like, what, the past year? Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And so something that we talked with ourselves about was like, hey, let's be like totally open about things we're struggling with, about our anxieties we're facing or about something that, you know, we just had a hard time walking through during our week. Let's be super open about this to the people the people who we're trying to lead and we're trying to um, point to the Lord, let's be open with them about the things we're struggling with because yeah. that way you're not coming off as, oh, I'm so holier than that. I don't struggle with anything yeah. because I mean, you can, you can have this beautiful relationship with the Lord, but the enemy's still going to find ways to attack you. He's still going to find ways to slide in. And so being open about that with people and allowing them to see inside how you are walking with Christ through all of that and pointing it back to scripture, you know, I think is just opens people's eyes to what, you know, you yeah. can seem like you have this picture perfect life, but you never know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that like, if you're in a small group or you're leading a small group or if you have any, any form of community around you, like be vulnerable, be open because one, we're called to do life together, but also people cannot pray for you if they don't know what to pray for. And they can pray for you, but they can't pray specifically for you. And if you're open about it, especially if you lead a small group too, like, because the people that you're leading will think, oh, they're perfect. Like I can't go to them about anything because they're going to judge me. If they think that it closes doors, it doesn't open doors. And when you're in a small group, the same thing, like you want to be able to make those connections and you're going to feel more willing and able to go to someone that's maybe experienced the same thing you have when they're open about it but you can never do that if you never know if you're painting this picture of oh I'm this perfect Christian I have this perfect life I'm fine then no one's going to think anything different but when you open up people are going to be like wow like they're going through the same thing I am let me reach out to them and connect and you might make your best friend out of that I mean these two girls are my best friends and it's because of a conversation it's because of of reaching out of hey let's get coffee or dinner and that can lead into so much more
Yeah, I really like what you said about how you don't ever want to seem like holier than thou when you're in a position to like lead um, other Christians because it can be a struggle sometimes, but just like how you never really reach like the top level of Christianity, like you've earned all your badges and like you can't be more Christian than than you are right now. Like that isn't real because we're always growing and we're always becoming closer to the Lord like every single day. And it's the same thing when it comes to with struggles, like the enemy is going to come for you no matter what. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a baby Christian, if you're a 90 year old Christian, it doesn't matter. So like you never get to a matured enough point of Christianity that the enemy's not going to stop messing with you. Like, yeah. and I think it's really important to remember that because like you may strive to be like the best Christian ever and do all the things and check all the boxes. Nothing you do as a Christian is going to make the enemy stop coming for you. Like that is his job. That is why he's here. So it doesn't mean like something's wrong with you if you're still having like struggles with anxiety or mental health or, or anything that the enemy could be sending your way. Because, I mean, that's that's what we're here to fight and help each other through while we're here, you know? Yeah. A little while back, um, Emily and I were at a small group and one of the girls shared that when she has anxiety, she loves to pray her ABCs. And I really love that she said that. I haven't tried it myself, but I'm sure it works because I heard somewhere that it says like, can't feel both anxiety and gratefulness at the same time and I love that Mm -hmm. because it brought me back to praying your ABCs because when you're praying those you're praying for everything that you're grateful for in your life and I think it's such a great way to cast out the anxiety that's placed in your heart because it's a reminder of everything that God has shown up for and has um, declared in your life and I just love that when she shared it I love that I'm gonna try that next time I feel anxious like that that's an amazing tool right there she just said she prayed like different names or different things and it just like it really spoke to me because I was like, you have, we all have so much to be grateful for, but we also, when we're in that pit of like depression and anxiety, we're thinking of all the things that are wrong with our lives. And mm-hmm. it's hard to get out of that and to think of all the good things in your life. Like it's way easier said than done. But if you just go to praying or yeah. ABCs, I feel like it's such a great tool that you can use and be reminded of, oh, I have these little things that turn into big things that I'm grateful for. That's awesome. I was just super excited that you guys asked me to be on here. You guys are doing great work for the Lord and just being able to talk about something that, you know, the Lord, I've been walking with the Lord through. um, And I'm sure a lot of people have been, especially, you know, this, it's been a crazy two years almost. So, you know, no matter what season of life is, new season of life is stepping into, whether it's a good one or it's kind of a, oh Lord, what's going on here kind of season, um, you know, just know that the peace of God can surround you if you just put your focus and your eyes on that. And with us closing out season two, I just want to thank you, Emily, for your obedience that you had at the beginning of the year to help us start Boldly Created because it really wouldn't be what it is if you hadn't helped us get it going and those with us. So thank you for your obedience. Thank you for being the best friend ever throughout this and supporting us. We love you. Um, (laughs) You guys are amazing. I love, I get so excited whenever you guys talk about it because you guys are so passionate and you love, and I have like all the socks and the t-shirts I have. so exciting I'm wearing them everywhere <laughs> go listen <laughs> we love you we love you so much but stay tuned for flavor of the week all right y'all it's time for flavor of the week 
So to get us started, we're going to get started with our guest, Emily. So Emily, what is your flavor of the week? I missed this so much. It's so cute. Honestly, I've been into a lot of stuff lately. I went through a little period, like a good four-week period of no social media. So I got into like a lot of good books and music and stuff. So the book I'm reading right now, I'm almost done with it. It's called Crazy Love. It's by Francis Chan. I'm sure some people have read it or heard of it. It's so, so good. I'm almost finished. It's just about like what it means to be in love, like actually be in love with God, what that like really means. It's a very powerful book and um, I've been really enjoying reading it. Another thing that I've been into is a friend showed me, and I know it's from 2017, so I'm kind of late, but Hillsong came out with a Christmas album. I think it's called The Something Project. I don't really know. Back in 2017, and a friend showed it to me, and they have this song called Seasons on there, which I'm it's apparently a really popular song, but I had never heard of it before. And I've just, those words just will hit you. And it's just so good. And just like stepping into a new season of life, it's just so, so it's just such a good reminder. Really allows you to rest into like stepping into a new season and walking with the Lord through all of that. And so I suggest listening to that. Yes! Oh my gosh, I'm actually really excited to, I need a new book to start, and I really think I might start that book because, but what about you, Addison? What's your flavor of the week? Well, a book you should start is Redeeming Love. That is my flavor of the week. Yes! (laughs) Emily and my friend Gabby and friend Laura for like a year told me it's the best book ever, and I was like, whatever, like I'm not reading it, like I don't like reading. I was wrong. It is so good, and I'm I, I honestly kind of want to read it again and just get more out of it. It's oh, yeah. literally so good. But it's by Francine Rivers, and I highly suggest it. Cannot step into that movie theater until you've read the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's a thousand out of ten. Read it, read it, read it. But what about you, Lily? So mine is a song, um, and it's by Crowder, Dante, Bo, Bow. And Maverick City. And it's called God Really Loves Us. Um, and it's kind of like an extension of Crowder's uh, Milk and Honey album that came out recently. Y'all, it's so freaking good. I have been listening to it all day long. It's so good. Um, it's like a five-minute song, but it's like every second is so good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's mine. Dang, y'all. I'm going to have to try that one. All right. Well, that's it for Flavor of the Week. We hope you guys have a happy New Year. It is New Year's Eve. So have a great New Year's Eve and a great first of 2022. Bye, you guys. And we'll see you for season three. Bye. Bye.